What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalichi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are doing well. I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are doing everything that you know you ought to do me nothing to stay safe during this whole coronavirus pandemic. It's a tough time, man. <clears throat> it's a tough time. I'm gonna be straight with y'all. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Um, as you guys know, I said it on Tuesday's uh, podcast, and it's gonna be me repeating basically the same thing over and over again because this year has been hard. Um, I won't say it's been hard the whole year because this year started off really nicely, and uh, just 31 days, uh, like 31 days, we just. 31 freaking days and things just at least i mean for a lot of other people it's been much longer than that but for my family and for a lot of people close to me um the last these last 31 days are the hardest um and it's not just like, oh, we flip over into 20. I said in the last podcast as well, we flip over into 2021 and then everything just becomes uh, brand new and everything is OK. Nah, that's, I know that's not going to be the case, but it still hurts. Um, and I just want this year to end. Um, and I've been on team. Look for the things to be t- thankful for this year. Look for the things that make you happy this year that you found joy in this year whether it's spending time with your family or uh you didn't have to drive so much or you were able to save some more money because you weren't going all over the place or you're able to catch up with friends on the phone um you're able to do things that you never thought you would be able to do i've been on that team i've been on that bandwagon trying to get people to appreciate this year and i'm still on that bandwagon uh but my gosh just everything seems to change the moment you lose somebody that is really near and dear to your heart um gary v said one time that as long as the 16 or 20 people who are closest to you are still here and kicking and you can still kick it with them that that should be your perspective the problem is when one of those people go perspective is just like it's it hurts but i thank god for hope and i pray for his family that they do not lose hope and that god would just be there for them every single time so but yeah moving on from sappy kalichi saying all of this stuff because kalichi is on a whole other vibe because yeah it's been a rough 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 week if you are watching this on youtube Please hit that subscribe button for more sappiness from the one, the only, Kalechi. <laughs> but if you're watching this, or rather, if you're listening to this on any of the podcast listening platforms, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. I really appreciate each and every single person that takes the time out of their day to listen to me do all my ramblings about personal finance, about business, about investing, generally about money. Because for some reason, I like to talk about money. I don't I don't know. It's it's a really weird thing that I like to talk about money so much. But regardless, I enjoy it. So that's why I keep making these episodes, even though sometimes it can be extremely hard 
but we gonna keep it going we gonna keep this thing going and if you're watching this on youtube please drop a like on the video and leave a comment down below how has 2020 been for you are you excited to see this year end or are you kind of like man i'm grateful for the things that happened this year um i think everybody should be grateful for the things that happened this year even though some of the things sucked but i still think that there are things that happened this year that would otherwise never have happened if we weren't in the situation that we are in this year so moving on from there let's talk about the videos or rather the news topic of the day we're gonna start off with some negative news as, as anything else because you know 2020 what else is new but negative news as far as the unemployment rate and where that is going the only stat that i kind of was in my mind even when i was kind of dealing with some other stuff that kept on kind of just reverberating at the point of where the economy is right now is the number 245,000. and what does that stat represent 245,000 represents the amount of jobs that was added in the month of november non-farm payroll jobs that was ended in november now you may be saying 245 that's a lot of jobs and eh, not really because that's a drop from the 638,000 jobs that was added in october so what does this tell us tell tells us what does this number tell us well basically it looks like everything else just like anything else in the year 2020 it's dead the recovery that we were supposed to have from this pandemic period is on hitting the brakes and it's basically dead in its tracks we're seeing very weak and this is supposed to be the month where hiring is supposed to be done rapidly because they're preparing for you know the holiday shopping period and they, they need to be staffed up so they have enough staff but as we saw during the black friday deals not a whole lot of people were going anywhere i mean in in-store retail dropped like 80 50 or so percent i mean i actually usually i never go anywhere for black friday i actually showed up at walmart because my mom was like yo there's this laptop at walmart go pick this thing up and i went there and it was actually available which was pretty surprising and it was just like there was no foot traffic in walmart i literally walked up to the store and picked up the stuff and walked right on out in the past there would have been like helter skelter people dropping over jumping over each other fighting over playstations and all this other stuff but that didn't happen this year and that was uh it was pretty cool that was pretty cool to see but the fact is because that didn't happen it means that stores didn't even have to have that many people working anyway and stores didn't have to have that many people on staff which showed in the numbers of people being hired we've talked about it for weeks now how the only reason unemployment keeps dropping is not because jobs are being added back into the market at a massive rate but rather because people are stopping looking for work people are no longer looking for work right now people are actually just kind of like ah you know what i'm tired of searching i'm gonna search some other time and so that's where we see the unemployment number drop it's not because people are getting hired it's because people are just tired of looking for a job and they're just like you know what i'm gonna collect this unemployment check because it's extremely hard for me to find a job right now and until things change i'm just gonna keep collecting this unemployment check we have about 10 million less jobs than we did at the beginning of this year 10 million less jobs that is a lot of people who do not have jobs right now that is a lot of jobs that was once upon a time in the market and then now it's just vanished it's disappeared unemployment looks like it's going down it looks really good it's going down from all the way down to 6.7 percent from a 15 percent unemployment when we went into lockdown however when you compare that to the pre-pandemic unemployment number of about three and a half percent 
it doesn't look that good so now the question is will the government actually intervene will they finally put out another stimulus package to help people and the answer to that question is a hard maybe we don't really know what they're gonna do we don't really know what congress is going to do is congress actually going to show up and do the things that they know they should have been doing all this time i mean it's been over nine months since the cares act was passed which means it's been a very long time that a lot of the things that was put into place which remember the cares act was a temporary thing it was the idea was like oh we'll have this pandemic done by the end of summer and so the whole that whole idea was the cares act and now we're all the way in december the year is about to end and still no other package has been passed out there was a new proposal that was brought to the tables by some moderate Democrats and, and Republicans for about $908 billion. But this is a far cry from the $2.2 billion that Democrat, House Democrats wanted and the $500 billion, or $2.2 trillion, my bad, and the $500 billion that uh, Republicans wanted. So again, we're back at a stalemate of stalemates. People don't want to make some kind of... 1.5 trillion dollars halfway we meet everybody at what it is that they want and everybody goes home happy because we take care of the american public so one date that i want everybody to keep in mind is december 11th why do you need to keep december 11th in mind is because and that's actually coming up when is that what is that friday i think friday or saturday maybe saturday i think saturday and basically that date is important because this is when congress needs to submit their federal budget in other words if they don't submit that budget by december 11th guess what we're gonna have a government shutdown in other words things are gonna go from bad to a whole lot worse remember in 2018 when Trump was going up against the House Democrats and they just couldn't come to terms on some kind of budget and then a bunch of people went unemployed, a bunch of people were hungry, a lot of services got shut down. Yeah, basically put that into this situation plus the pandemic on top of it and that's what we're going to have if the government is not careful. So will they act? I don't know. I hope they do because people really need the help. There's a lot of people that really need the help right now now like literally today like not yesterday not tomorrow but today like they need to step up to the plate and do the things that they need to do right now now back to the gift that keeps on giving the coronavirus pandemic the gift that just never wants to let up the virus continues to spread so much so that thanks in part because of thanksgiving and also you know as people are going to travel again for christmas the number of cases has smashed, let me say it again, has smashed through the 200,000 amount daily cases. Like literally, we're going back to the numbers that we saw during spring when it was really, really bad. And the worst part is, it's not just that the case numbers is spiking, it's also that the death toll is starting to, smi uh, starting to spike as well. We have gone over the threshold of over 2,000 deaths per day. Now the problem is, when we see it, we've gotten so desensitized so the fact that people are getting sick and people are dying is like, oh, we're almost at 300,000 deaths in this year. Oh, it's not that bad. Yes, it is that bad. It's very bad. And I hate whenever somebody comes up and says, oh, he only has a 2% death rate. 2% death rate? 200,000 people that shouldn't be dead is dead because we're not handling this thing the way that we should handle this thing. And so don't tell me about a 2% death rate when that should have never happened in the first place. But regardless, that's just my take on this whole thing. And we're getting ever so close to about 3,000 deaths per day in the coming months. Anthony Fauci is warning everybody that, hey, 
you thought it was worse in spring just wait because everybody's traveling once again things are going to get a whole lot worse so president-elect biden is saying hey when i get into office i'm gonna mandate 100 days mask mandatory wearing policy when i take office the problem is he's not taking office until like january 21st or something so or january 16th so at that point it's way too late the the pandemic would have spread and things would just be a lot worse than it is right now in other words trying to handle the situation uh, retroactively doesn't help anybody and then to top everything off we're going back into lockdown which can be good however the way that we're going back into lockdown makes no sense to me because for example in california you had lockdowns for churches and places of worship but then you had opens for strip clubs how does that make any sense that doesn't make any sense and of course people are already having pandemic fatigue i mean we talked about it on this podcast where i was like yo i want to go play some soccer and now is the worst time to have pandemic fatigue but however we do have some good news and that is the fact that we have moderna and pfizer which are finally going to get fda approval which is they're going to get the emergency use approval which is Unlike regular FDA approval for vaccines and for drugs and those kind of things, where it takes months before we see any kind of approvals, this is a much shrunk down time frame where they're able to get this a lot faster because like the name says, it's emergency. We're in a pandemic. It's an emergency situation. But again, we have about 50 plus percent of people who think they're, who are saying that they're not going to take this vaccine. And so that's another problem that we face. Even though we may be seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, we're not going to get to the end of the tunnel because a lot of people are, do not trust the system. A lot of people don't have faith in the government. A lot of people don't trust what is going to happen with this whole vaccine. Is it going to be safe? Is it going to be good? A lot of people have these questions on hand. And so they're not sure if they're going to take this vaccine. So it's scary to think about, but hopefully, 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 some of these people like our government agencies can demonstrate a way to show people that the vaccines are going to be safe for people to take and that nothing will happen to them when they take the vaccine but we don't really know how that's going to play out with 50 plus percent of people saying "Ah, i'm not taking this vaccine let other people take it first but I, i think there are ways around it such as If you're going to go back to school, you got to take the vaccine, just like we take any other vaccine. It's going to be a mandatory vaccine because at the end of the day, ain't nobody trying to get sick out here. Like we all need to make sure that we're doing all the things that we know we ought to do. And again, it comes down to the health officials. You have to demonstrate that this vaccine is safe for the public to take because due to our previous governing body, they have eroded all trust that we have in our federal agencies in our governmental agencies we trust our ceos much more than we trust our federal government that is not the way it's supposed to be that is not the way because at the end of the day ceos only care about one thing and that's the bottom line the government is the ones that have to have foresight and thinking ahead and the moment that we start trusting ceos and big businesses more than we trust the government that's a problem that's a massive 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 problem and so they have a lot of work to do as far as health uh, health officials are concerned in ensuring that they demonstrate that it is a safe vaccine for people to take it is safe for people to get into this vaccine moving on from there let's get to some exciting news at least exciting for me and it's exciting for me because we have some massive ipos going on at the end of this year and by massive i mean 
DoorDash, Airbnb, Roblox, basically the companies that I've been hyping up recently, like the companies that I've been hyping up. And I'm by the time you guys listen to this, I'm pretty sure I would have bought one of these <laughs> one of these companies. Uh DoorDash is set to IPO on Wednesday when you guys listen to it. It'll be the day uh before you guys listen to it. And then Airbnb is going to IPO on Thursday or the day you're listening to this because I'm recording this way ahead of schedule because of I got some time to be able to record it before I rush back to my parents place um, to handle some more stuff but yes so you guys can guess which one that I bought take a guess which one was one of the ones that I talked about last week it wasn't DoorDash so the only other option is Airbnb yeah so I'm gonna definitely buy a little bit into Airbnb depending on how much because it's a very hyped up stock so without a doubt it's going to ipo and explode it's supposed to open up about 50 because they increased the price again which i don't understand but they increased it from 56 to 60 dollars around there it's going to be between 56 and 60 dollars making airbnb worth about 42 billion dollars when it does ipo so we'll see i think it's overvalued for the company without a doubt however i do see great potential for airbnb because like we talked about before one it's not reliant on facebook or google for it to get people to come have it stay in other words it has massive brand appeal people already are buying into airbnb and people are already using the platform two it just gives convenience and i think anything that brings about a convenience factor is going to do well without a doubt anything that has a convenience factor to it will do well in this day and age convenience is everything for people people will spend extra dollar just for convenience so that's another reason why i think airbnb is going to do well another reason is airbnb is ipo and in spite of the pandemic which is something that doordash is not doing the only reason doordash is able to go public is because of the pandemic doordash its business model i don't know if it's still going to be able to be profitable and bringing in a bunch of money because it's still losing a bunch of money not that airbnb is profitable but airbnb has more of a direct line to profit where doordash needs to find other avenues to make money for itself so these are some of the reasons why i am personally hyped up now am i gonna say that i know the valuation or what price you should buy this thing at not I don't know that. I don't know any of those answers. I can't answer that. I do expect that Airbnb, when it does open, is going to open up. It's supposed to open around $60. It's going to go all the way, I think, close to $100. Now, will I say to buy it at $100? Probably not. But maybe when it falls back down, maybe look at buying into it. But I do plan on buying some of Airbnb's shares. Maybe Friday, maybe Saturday. I mean, maybe Monday next week. I don't know. But I will buy into this IPO for sure because I think Airbnb is one of those companies that I believe will be a 10-bagger, as they're called. In other words, 10 times worth its value in the future. Not telling you to go buy Airbnb, but I'm just telling you what I'm going to be doing. Also, we got to talk about my portfolio, which I had big news. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I posted a picture of something that I was very 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 happy about and we'll just talk about that in another podcast and in another video so to finish off this episode there is one company that i've been talking about every single week it feels like every month we got to talk about this company they just keep finding ways to stay in our mouths and by me saying that everybody should know what company that i'm talking about that's apple 
Apple just keeps finding ways to remain in our mouths, to make us keep talking about them. About them. They keep dropping different new things throughout this entire year. And so now the question is, so what are they dropping that's so new and so revolutionary and so Apple-like and like nobody has ever seen it before because we're Apple and nobody else exists because we're Apple. Anyway, let me stop. Let me stop with my hate of Apple. But Apple... If you remember, Apple owns the Beats brand. If you don't know, Apple owns the Beats brand. They bought Beats back in 2014 for about $3 billion. And so initially, they seem to just kind of let Beats do its own thing. They seem to kind of just allow Beats to survive on its own, carry on its own business, and just do what it wanted to do and make money the way that it wanted to make money. However, slowly but surely, you started seeing changes in the Beats lineup. First of all, you saw that the Beats started only being able to charge with a lightning connector, which is usually only seen with iPhones, where, you know, iPhones were the only things that had lightning connectors. Then all of a sudden, they added the W1 chip into the Beats headphones, which if you don't know what the W1 chip is, it's the reason why if you have AirPods and you bring your AirPods near your phone and you flip it open, it automatically connects. Or it's also the reason why you can do the listening sessions and share uh, listenings to multiple different earphones at the same time it's also the reason it's basically the reason why apple devices just talk to each other so easily they added that into beats products as well and so slowly apple has been infusing its aura as if i can use that word has been infusing itself into the beats line of products and making the beats line of products closer to being just apple products and so now and slowly they're also like kind of cannibalizing their beats products as well because they started releasing like the AirPods, then they released AirPods Pros, then they released um, the, what was the other things that they released? I can't even remember at this point, but those were the two big things that they released, which was kind of like, people were like, oh, and then they released the Beats um, Flex, I think it's called the Beats Flex, which people were like, who wants a, why would I get the Beats Flex when I can just get the AirPods, you know? And so it was like, they were slowly cannibalizing their Beats products and now it's for sure cannibalized like apple just released a new set of headphones and this headphones are called the airpods max what is it with apple and max man like most people will call headphones like studios or like i don't know like airpods max i don't know what y'all think anyway it's over the ear headphones which is what beats are usually known for and they look pretty good I don't really know, but the main thing about these headphones that really got me scratching my head is they will cost you a nice $550. Yes, $550. Making these one of the most expensive headphones in the premium headphones market. I mean, usually Bose headphones, those cost like $399. Then you have the Sony WHX. 1000 m4s my gosh that is a mouthful and that's cost like 350 bucks so apple is just coming out the gate like yeah we we in this thing we apple and you're gonna pay this apple tax 550 dollars for a pair of headphones it better be amazing man it better be amazing because my goodness they're asking for a lot for a pair of headphones anyway but that's all I got for y'all this week. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. If you did, hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
If you enjoyed it, hit that like button again if you're watching this on YouTube. But if you're listening to this podcast on any other platform, once again, I just want to say thank you to each and every single person that has joined me on this journey called the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. I'm going to catch you all up on the next one. Remember, love those who you love. Hold on to them. Tell them you love them because you never know what might happen tomorrow. And I'm being so serious about that. And remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace.